basically the the whole mindset and the whole concept behind it is us being encouraging people and us being like uplifting type people like we like to encourage people whether it be with words or just life in general You are listening to Diraj and B. Cooper's Testimony in Musician Story. Do it for the squad, yeah, you know we do it. My crew rolling hard, that's the way to do it. They say life is hard, yeah, I know you knew it. That's why we pray to God when we going through it. So blessed you know that. We so blessed you know this. I chew like we got a code. Only the verses is cold, but you know we got a code. Got it, I shows. Got it, I flows. Got overdose. You heard it before. Who you know? We've had the pleasure of telling the testimony of every artist on Derek Miner's Reflection Music Group label. Well, everyone except for Duraj. Duraj, Jared spelled backwards, and B. Cooper put out a special project. But before we talk to the both of them about that, let's have Duraj give the Cliff Notes version of his testimony. In Maryland, I was primarily with my mom. She was probably my only real connection I had to God. Um, my parents were divorced. I grew up kind of in a divorce situation. Spent time with either you know my dad on the weekends or my mom on the weekends, depending on which weekend it was. Um, dad wasn't and still isn't a Christian, but yeah, you know, he had some, some reverence for the things to God, stuff like that. But that was kind of my only real connection to God, which was through my mom. She would take this Sunday school some weekends when she had me, but, uh, it kind of didn't go any further than that. I didn't you know, really know or understand the things of, um, the church or God. I was just kind of more familiar with some of the culture of it. Um, it wasn't until she moved, she got remarried, moved out of Maryland with my stepdad and some of my younger siblings. They moved down to Virginia. Uh, I decided to stay in Maryland with my dad. This is around maybe like 10 or 11 or something like that. And um, they moved away. I stayed with my dad. And I always say, like, any connection I had to God kind of went with my mom. She moved away. But um, as I was just growing in my adolescence years, my teenage years, I think I was starting to kind of try to figure out who I was, trying to gain an identity. Uh, going into middle school, um, and actually coming out of middle school, going into high school, kind of started kicking it with a different crowd of friends. Got into a, um, a few things, nothing real, real major. You know, they would go out and party, and you know, I, I think first time ever skipping school was with them and got into some stuff that wasn't normal for me. I was a you know relatively good kid coming up, but. Um, there were a few situations I think kind of pushed me um, into the arms of Christ. My my stepmom, she, um, my, my dad remarried to my stepmom. She, we weren't aware of it at the time, but she was dealing with some substance abuse stuff. Uh, she would disappear for three, four days. Uh, nobody knew where she was and come back and kind of, you know, pretend like everything was okay. And I think I started to hold some bitterness towards her, just kind of how it was, you know, maybe being perceived to my dad. Kind of thought like she was kind of, you know, getting over on my dad and that kind of stuff. But um, it was just one day I remember when, you know, I just really lashed out on her, you know, cussed her out. And, and I had never done anything like that. Cussed her out, called her crackhead, all this kind of stuff. And, you know, it, it just really was a different me, you know, a different Jerry. And I, I kind of saw how 
people I was around, the uh, um, the influences, you know, me just growing, you know, trying to find myself, which is really showing itself. But, you know, after that incident, um, I ended up wanting to move up to Virginia or rather moving down to Virginia with my mom and kind of running from those problems and, you know, running to running right into God. That's when I got plugged into a youth group that was there and got around a, a group of, of people that were my age and you know, a bit older that, you know, really just embraced me, you know, not knowing me from anywhere. And I think that was the first time I've ever experienced, like, that kind of acceptance or that kind of love. And I, and I never remember a particular day or time or whenever I got saved. I just remember the process and be growing and falling more in love with Jesus. And X amount of years later, I'm 28 now. Um, that was probably in my 15, 16-year-old phase or age or whatever. You know, I've been serving God. While in Florida, he pursued a digital arts degree and was hired by RMG to design album artwork. Over time, the label discovered his rap abilities and signed him as an artist. There's more to you than meets the eye You're so scared to even try, try Like what you're hearing so far? Check us out at TestimonyStories.com. That's TestimonyStories with an S.com. Where you can hear content for you and about you. Everyone has a testimony. Everyone has a testimony. And we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Yo, yo, what's up? It's your man, DeVraj. You are now listening to Testimony, a musician's story. Yeah, back to the lab again, a bit adamant about trying to do what my passion is. Traveling on all axes, balancing the both axes, and we rat, rat, rat. On purpose, 
surely no accident while I'm driving, driving. You just try to stay out the lane and I'm passing it. Cause me and Coop in the two door coop. Try and keep it all back like an audio. To the man upstairs, if you wanna rehook. Said he would never desert me, this term is so. Turn the prices of prophecy properly. Was I born for this? Mm, probably. That's modesty. I got way more inside of me, inside of me, inside of me. My mama's so proud of me, proud yeah. of me. Alarm screaming, that means I gotta wake up I got two choices, go to work or take another vacation And we grind, grind, grind In the studio like we live here Treated like a second home surprise, we don't pay rent here Work sundown to sunrise, sleep no more, it's crunch time Thirsty, got punchlines, we eat beats like it's lunchtime And I'm hungry, why, why wait? No reason to stop now Go wherever the wind blows, we ride out with the top down now that Naraj has formally introduced himself, let's get into the collab project he did with label mate B. Cooper entitled For the People. This odd couple both share an affirming heart. They love to encourage people and believe that is why they click so well. Being that Daraj resides in Orlando and B. Cooper in Nashville, the pair only see each other a handful of times throughout the year but managed to spend a week together in Atlanta to put together this project. B. Cooper explains the process. The whole collaborative project came from, um, I, I feel like Derrod and I really clicked. Like, on the label, we were really close. And we talked about it and wanted to do some music together and kind of wanted to do some shows together. So uh, we, we linked up with Dirty Rice and went to the studio for a few days, and this is kind of what came out. For the majority of the record, we did it all in the studio together. And then, I mean, we finished pieces and, and fixed verses and stuff like that at home separately. But we spent, like, we spent, what, like a week in the studio? Right. Yeah, a little less than a week. Yeah, with this project, um, the times that we were in the studio together, it was a lot of, like, Dirty and Super Duper, um, another producer that came down. Um, a lot of them producing, and once they produced, there were times where we stayed in the room together, but there were times where I would go outside or Derek would go outside, and we just, we, I mean, we worked collaboratively <laughs> together on that and just kind of met in the middle with it. So, I, I mean, I think we saw both sides of it, where there were times where we were in the room together, but there were also a lot of times where it was like, okay, I need to get in my zone. The rise you been at. Yo, the rise where you been at? Yo, we been waiting a long time. You ain't dropped in a minute. You ain't dropped in a minute. Homie, you know that it's take time. Follow me, follow me. See the way I move. And you'll see rapping the only thing I do. Clap, clap on stage when I do my do. Cause I be all up in my zone like 212. Oh, but I got news for you. My life is so odd, it's unusual Man, I ain't on Twitter like I wish I was So let me give you updates for the things I does and the things I did Man, I've been making some moves Your boy just got married in June Dog, I've been all on my grind Perfecting these rhymes to make something classic for you You know how we do Do it for you and the Basically, the, the whole mindset and the whole concept behind it Is us being encouraging people And us being like uplifting type people like we like to encourage people whether it be with words or just life in general and i think if there was a concept of the ep the whole concept would be just that just that we we are for the people like we make our music for the people and i mean that's not saying that we don't make it for god but we make it to encourage the people and, and to share with people yeah it was a bit of a process too because you know, initially when we went into the, the whole album process and trying to figure out what this thing was, 
you know, we we were brainstorming through titles, you know, for just what we were going to call this thing. And for me, as you know, the creative director, art director, whatever you want to call it, you know, it's really hard to try to brand a, an album that you know doesn't have a title, doesn't have a sort of thing yet. And it was really like a eureka moment. It's kind of a funny story how it all came about. But you know, when we were able to arrive at for the people, I feel like everything just kind of clicked um, and made sense. And that's even why um, the art looks the way it does. It's almost like it takes the form of a you know a package or a gift, like something that we're giving away, something to kind of be unwrapped, something that's specifically for you know just for you know, the you know, the person on the other end of this record, you know what I mean? Like it's it's for you all. And it was uh it was it was cool, you know what I mean? Just you know, when we got that that moment where we were like, yo, this is this is what it's called, uh, it was so much easier to just grab the visual uh, image for it and the branding for it. Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Connect with Testimony and Musician Story through social media. Find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at TestimonyStories.com. A Musician's Story. Okay, Diraj. You can't talk about how coming up with the title of the album is a funny story without telling the story. We probably went through like, I mean, we probably wrote down like 70-some different titles that we were just, just whatever came to mind, we were just firing them off and nothing really felt like it was sticking. You know, because this project was so organic, like we didn't go into it like, oh, we want to, you know, do a record for the people who, it, it kind of showed itself as that, you know. But uh, we were we were just fighting, trying to figure out, yo, what is this thing going to be called? And I remember one day I was I was at work, I was at work talking to one of my coworkers, and just giving him a, a bit, a little a brief synopsis of what this whole project was. And um, after I finished explaining it, he just kind of you know sits back and he makes a comment. He's like, "It sounds like I'm making something for the people." And I'm just like, Err, "Hold up, like you don't know what you just did, <laughs> like," and it. it and it just fit. It was, you know, it was easy. It was simple. You didn't have to 
going to this deep conversation about it, and it, and it spoke to the heart of what we were trying to do with it without us even realizing it at the time. And that's just like, you know, we just hit the ground running after that. I give it all I got to the day I die. This is more for the people. This war for the people. This war for the people. This war for the people. You already know. You already know. Yeah, yeah. One for the people. One for the people. Two for the show. Two for the show. Go tell everybody. Give his whole life to have a voice. Problem is he so shy. Stay ducked off in the corner, no lights. This one for the for the young girl. Do whatever it takes to be the one girl. Kicked out at 16 on a run, girl. Trust me, this fast life ain't fun, girl. For the for the family man with a dream that's inside. Working full time just to keep on the lights. Searching for time just to keep it alive. Keep it alive for the for the people that's been down with us since day one. Inspiration that they gave us They are the reason we never gave up We never gave up and They asked me why I do it Man I do it for that kid with no hope Off in the creek, no paddle, no boat See the light go off in his eyes in my show I do it for that girl that don't know her wrong work Set up a second because she never got first Now she got new shoes and she got a new purse Band-aids and fake smiles cover up the hurt For the People only has one rapper feature Label head, Derek Minor. That's because each song already features two rappers. So all the other guests are there to help lend their vocal abilities. Additionally, the album starts off with banger after banger after banger. And then it mellows out. Daraj talks about how they went about placing the order of the songs. Yeah, it kind of is a method to the madness. Like, since we're coming out with something that's I think people won't really know what to do with it. Like, I think just the announcement of me and Poop doing a record because we're just two different kind of artists. But, you know, we're two really good artists in our lanes, but coming together. Um, we wanted to give the best first impression. And so I think we felt like those songs that really can get people's attention on first go is what we wanted to kind of, we wanted to showcase that first. You know what I mean? Um, and also some of the themes too with the songs, like I think they just kind of make sense out the gate, like with you know for the people obviously being just the title track, you know that's the first track on there. But then we also have waiting, which is kind of like just getting to the questions that people are asking. It's like man, you know we've been waiting for you know you guys to put out something for a while, um, and just answering some of that you know on the front end, and that song just happened to be a very I guess a banger for me. So yeah, we just wanted to, you know, give good vibes, good energy on the front end, and um, kind of have it taper off at the end. But actually, one of one of my favorite songs is actually towards the end. It's um, it's gone, which features Remy. Uh, she's a, a singer songwriter based out of Nashville, and um, and I think one of that's a, a personal favorite um, for me because one, I got a chance to write the hook for it. I think it was the first time I've really, um, I've written a hook and I just really saw it come to life kind of before my eyes because she's such a talented vocal. But to see what she did with it and also just the the, con- the concept of the song, I remember when we were just kind of coming up with it, 
Uh, it was just a moment for me, just in the process of the whole record. So, gone. We kind of wrote from the perspective of just like, you know, it, it's just having that relationship with somebody who you, you know, you just kind of look at that person as, you know, a person you couldn't imagine doing life without. And then for some reason, a relationship changed. For some reason, you know, there's just this distance that's created. And it's just kind of reflecting on just the the raw feelings of what that's like. You know what I mean? Because, you know, we all need, we all need that companionship. We all need um, each other. And I think everybody kind of can relate to just what it feels like to not have that person who you're so close to there anymore. You know what I mean? And, and, and wanting to express to that person how much they really mean to you. I keep singing and you do you ever hear me? Can you hear me? I wonder if you're there and if you love me still. And if you love me not, please tell me now so I can try to help. I'm guessing you forgot all of the promises you gave me. Made me feel like God's the apple of your eye, but you forsake me. Lately I've been feeling like you probably hate me. Am I wrong for that? Feel like I'm going crazy, don't they? Don't they got a song like that? My fingers on the safety, but I don't know how much longer that'll last. Cause I've been sipping spirits out the hourglass, and every minute that passes is like a camera that flashes. Polaroids from all the memories I left in the past, and I need you here. I need some air, yo, I'm gasping, and I'm dealing with this chasm, and this gap so massive between you and me. Now, is it you or is it me? It's got a problem, cause right now. Now it's kinda hard to see, but push that aside Look me in the eye Are you willing to even give it another try? Cross your heart and hope to die You know my secrets You know my tears You've seen my demons And all my fears But if you think that you know me Cause you don't know how I hate when you're gone. B. Cooper talks about his favorite song. Stars, that's one of my favorite songs on the project. Basically, one night that um, Garage and I were in the studio with Dirty, we Skyped with my homie Four. Shout out to Four. And, and he just stayed on Skype. He was in the room, in the, in the back corner of the room, like he was there with us. And. That night, that that's when Stars came out, and I think I, I think the reason I enjoy it so much is it's, I think it shines light on the fact that yes, it's awesome to get shine, and it's awesome to have a platform, and it's awesome to be recognized. But at the same time, there are struggles with that. I think Deraj's verse was talking about how those stars shine; sometimes they fall as well. I think it's like a good, a good, honest look on not just fame, but kind of, kind of that lifestyle, kind of success, kind of being in a spotlight, and and it to me, it just feels the record just feels good. From the outside looking in, whole world's in front of him. The cars, the white, the house, the life that everybody strives to live. They miss the work, the hurt, the trials. All the time he's got it give. Twenty five now, looking back, he never got to let let. Now it's paradise.
ice is crumbling Voices turn to mumbling Drown out by something that the average person can't imagine Honestly, it's humbling When bright lights disappear, get blinded by the nothingness You find out quickly your family with you Cause who you are, that or you been gone so long They learn how to look through the stars Medication just to sleep, they all forgot how new you are Twelve steps from freedom, do you still wanna be who we are? Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Everyone has a testimony. And we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. Download the podcast of Testimony and Musician Story on iTunes. Find out how at TestimonyStories.com. A Musician's Story. What's going on? It's B. Cooper, and you're listening to Testimony, a musician's story. By the way, when we conducted the interview, B. Cooper was days away from getting married. So now he is officially a newlywed. Congrats to he and his new wife from the homies at Testimony, a musician's story. The album concludes with transparency. He actually came with that record it was the last record we did but i feel like if there was a lane for brad like he he was all over that track transparency i'd made like kind of like a final trip to atlanta to kick it with dirty and finish up some verses and i was i re-recorded a few of my verses and just kind of spent three four days there and um dirty had side spence over to record some vocals on another song we were just hanging out she's a super cool girl and um, my homie Joe Gates was over, and we were all just hanging out. And Dirty pulled up the track for Transparency. And I was like, like he Dirty always does this, where I'm like, hey, bro, you got any beats? He's like, no, I don't have anything. Everything's taken. And he just pulled this out of nowhere. And we wrote. So I wrote the first verse and the third verse. And Joe Gates and Cy wrote the hook. And we had everything recorded in like an hour and i was like at that point i'm like i thought we were done with the record for the people record and i was like i don't know what this is even for but i sent it to uh the rod and he liked it and next thing i know he sends me his verse back and i'm like yes yeah. so i made the album my mom made it so they don't know they don't know so they don't know who we are, yo, where my memories go I swear I've been here before, trying to get closer to God Just get me closer to the stars, I know that Melodies fall from yeah. the sky, memories, memories fall from my mind I need transparency Legacies fall at my side, telling me, telling me, swallow my pride I need 
deal Never believed in myself, wondering if I'm real Waited my whole life to get a record deal Sign a dotted line I really just want people to be encouraged you know, At the end of the day I think songs like You know, Poor People and Invincible Kind of really I mean, the whole project and stuff with those songs I think really speaks to just kind of the heart That we have for people There's a line in the you know, on the hook of for the people where it's like, you know, if you don't, if you don't love your life, you know, I want to, you know, I want to change your mind, you know, because I think we go through life sometimes just, you know, so, you know, depressed and, and heavy and burdened and, um, you know, it's hard to just kind of find joy sometimes. And I think, you know, it's encouraging to know that, you know, there's people who are, you know, who can relate. There's people who are fighting for you and fighting with you um, and just want to see you you know, flourish and be the, the fullest you that you can be. So at the end of this record, I hope somebody just walks away, you know, with a with a smile on their face and a smile on their heart. That's why I came through with the squash, 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 squash. I do it for the squash, 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 squash. I came with my squash, squash, Team and ball we putting on. I reflect that royalty, that light you see it gleam and glow. RMG, you need a team and gone ahead, get at me, foe. We will never fall off, and I think that's something you should know. Co signed by the most I got a whole squad and they back me now. You might need a lot of one shack in the White House with your back me now. Young King got a young queen, I don't play around when I wear the crown. If that's a problem, I ain't got the answer, better call swear and I'm Thank you for listening to Testimony, a musician's story. To hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit TestimonyStories.com. Until next time, I'm Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. Oh,